Brothers, boys. Yo, we Yo. back with another episode. No stylus boys in the house. No stylus boys. And look, I just just want to let y'all know. You're not gonna see our faces this episode. It is what it is. It is what We're still it gonna is. Still gonna give you, gonna give you good content. Videos mm-hmm. will be back sooner than you think. So we you gotta go on the Apple Podcast or Spotify to hear us, man. It's it's a podcast. You gotta listen to us, man. Yeah, and at the you know what? At the end of the day, right now, that makes sense, right? You you're driving to work, mm-hmm. or you got a little bit of time. You don't want to always watch something. You want to listen. Mm-hmm. That that that's that's a good wave right now. That's what a lot of people are doing. And what what we want to bring to you guys is quality. And I feel like some of the quality that we're giving y'all was not the best. And I feel like this is gonna give you the quality, crispy, clear sound that you guys deserve. So that's yeah. why that's why we have to do that. Exactly, exactly. So you know, with everything everything in due time. But we got we got an interesting topic that we've been. Uh, talking about a little bit uh, over the last week, we wanted to get more uh, into it. It's this idea, what I would consider almost like a pandemic, right? Pandemic affects the whole world, and that's really what we're seeing in, in a lot of ways, specifically with fashion and the sheep mentality, right? Like, we see this all the time. We see a certain type of style, and we copy it, versus maybe times in the past where there was more originality, more diversity. And now it's really just trying to dress like the influencers, try to dress like the the famous people. Um, and it's, it's really, yeah, the rappers, the athletes. Were, it, but it's really sucking, to a certain extent, the fun out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's still some people doing their thing. Um, but you see the jokes. If you guys watch Keezy, you've seen jokes about like starter kits, and um, people have been doing that for a long time. But he's the one who I, I've seen do it a lot recently. But it's really true. Like you see, a certain people get stuck in a lane, and in most aspects of life, staying in your lane is a decent thing to do. But in fashion, it's where you get to express your individuality, your creativity. And you see almost like people have uniforms, you know what I mean? So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit. So first, Matisse, when it comes to this idea of, of, of being stuck in one specific lane, why do you think that's so prevalent in fashion today? Um, I feel like, first of all, we know the foremost reason is because of the internet. And how social media has changed the thinking of people. Uh-huh. Um, before, before, like back in two thousand nine or something. Okay, Instagram was there, Twitter was there, but people were like really doing things on their own. They they maybe on Facebook and everything, but the in terms of fashion, they're doing things on their own. They're wearing their cargo shorts, and then there were still people doing the supreme thing. Um, stuff like that, but most for the most part, people are doing their own thing. But yeah. once the advance of uh, Instagram and social media came about, and everybody's on it now, you see the same thing every single day. So for right now, what we see every day is workwear, vintage. That's all they see. Uh-huh. So 
these young impressionable kids, they're going to see that. And sometimes even adults, they're going to see that and they're going to be like, oh, this is what it takes to get likes. This is what it takes to become an influencer. So I'm just right. going to do the same thing they're doing so I can become like them. And right, that's right. people like mentality that that results from it. Instead of, instead of thinking like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to try to do my own thing and see, uh, create a path for myself mm-hmm. to copy and do what everybody else is doing. We were just, it all boils down to what they see on Instagram, what they see on Twitter, all the influencers doing the same thing. And right. it has a negative effect on people. I definitely, I definitely agree with that to the utmost extent, mostly because I think, I think the days of people having like a versatile wardrobe is gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We've talked about this before, but it's really true. Like I know cats who are 30 years old who don't own a suit Mm. don't own dress clothes. Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? I know people, it's crazy to me, but I was out like at the park a lot this week because it was nice. Mm. I saw dudes walking in jeans. So it's not a big deal at the end of the day. It don't change nothing. But I'm just saying, you couldn't afford a little pair of shorts and a t-shirt to work out. You're walking in jeans. It has to be uncomfortable. My point is, the days of people having clothes for different purposes are gone. Maybe not gone completely, but overall, I feel like it's gone. It could have to do with us being stuck in the house more. It could have a lot to do with what we talked about before with the internet. But it's just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just like, if I'm going to work out or I'm going to play ball, I'm not trying to get a fit off while I'm playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing basketball shorts and a good sturdy pair of basketball shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I think those days are gone. Like, everyone gets dressed now for other people, too. I think that's the other main thing. How do you feel about that? Like, of course, you want your a compliment feels great. But <laughs> are, how do you how do you feel about people getting dressed for other people? as their sole purpose, you know? So, I'm going to say it like this. So, sometimes I want to impress other people. And the one person I want to impress the most in my life when it comes to dress and grooming is, of course, my fiance. I I don't want to bring her up all the time, but it, it is what it is. Like, that's the only person that I care about when it comes to my dress and grooming. And that's how it should be for most people if you're a man. Yeah, a lot of these dudes out here, they be just getting the Gucci and the Fendi to impress other men, and that's why I feel like you're doing it for the wrong reasons. So that's how I feel about it. But I, I feel that I, I still I still think that to to some extent I'm guilty of this. Whenever I post a fitbit on Instagram, I feel like it's if you're posting a fitbit on Instagram and you, you get Zero likes. Yeah, that, that's Saki, not a good so feeling. Saki's going to say, oh, why haven't anybody liked this? Right, You're going to feel like some type of way. So right. a lot of people definitely suffer from that kind of thinking, but it's just what it is. It's just, it's just what we live have to live by now. Even though we can get away from it, you can delete your social media, but who are you going to do that? You know, That's true. That's true. And it's 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 sad because I think 
in life more than ever, there's a lack of individuality. I'm not saying that everyone should just think for themselves in the sense like you just come up with random ideas that make no sense and do it. What I'm saying is the level of influence that other people have on our lives is higher than ever. I'll give you a perfect example. It's not quite about fashion, but it still proves the same point. How do you feel when you get the green bubble in your your text? <laughs> yeah. Right? And yeah. We, but there's joke there's countless jokes mm-hmm. and and we make people feel bad because they have an Android. <laughs> they don't have an iPhone. Yeah. But Android makes good phones too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's the same way. What well, if you have if you have an iPhone seven in twenty twenty one, it may not be that great just because of how technology works today. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we 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 talked about this a little bit, but that idea of fashion elitism, fashion superiority, um, people no longer are able to have their strictly their opinion. Yeah, you get yeah, the, you get destroyed for having your own opinion. Now, so so that made that kind of made me think of like an analogy, like a kind of like an analogy where right. people are sheep like have a sheep sheep like mentality where they follow everybody. But once they see that there's like somebody who's straight off the herd, they're gonna act like wolves in a way that they're gonna like attack the person because mm-hmm. they they have a different thinking. So that's a that's good like, analogy. So terrible analogy. because okay, why okay, we're not thinking like you. Because that's why I have to get attacked and I have to be ashamed of what I wear and what I do. Right. And don't you this is my opinion of this too. I don't, I don't want to make it about race, but this is just my life. Mm-hmm. So it's not really about race in the sense that it's it's about who you are. But I just feel like it's that attack mode is more prevalent in the black and brown community. Yeah, from the sense that you're going to get roasted, you're going to get flamed if you do something different. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, quite frankly, the other side is that a lot of times we're late on trends. If that makes any sense, so yeah. I'll give you a perfect example. Remember, and I know. No stylist boys were 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 hard on people who wear skinny jeans mm-hmm. in 2021. I'm not gonna hold you, yeah. but that doesn't mean we never wore them. Mm-hmm. So remember when skinny jeans first got popular in the hood, you couldn't wear skinny jeans. You get roasted. You had yeah. Jay Z saying, "Bro, bro, I remember, I remember one time, bro. I was living in Shady Side, bro, and there mm-hmm. was a guy wearing skinny jeans. It was a white guy, and me and yeah. Joe were walking down the street. I, I think we were trying to catch a bus or something." And and this guy was wearing skinny jeans, and Joe was like, "Oh, you got skinny jeans on." And I'm like, "Joe, let, let, come on, man, let's go, man." And he's like, "Oh, you got <laughs> skinny jeans on. Oh, he, he he's kind of weird." Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh man, I, I wish I never done that because a few years later we were wearing the same thing. <laughs> right, you get what I'm saying though, but that's yeah. everyone, bro. That's but and that's the that's the nature of humans. As bad as it sounds, we are a little bit hypocritical. You know, we have a little bit of hypocrisy. Yeah. But that's the nature of humans. And and you know what? Skinny jeans are getting less popular now, which I like. Mm-hmm. But it's only a matter of time before they're popular again. Yeah. So my, fashion my, cycle, man. Fashion always oh, comes back around. So and that's why I I try hard. There's sometimes I see something that just doesn't vibe with me i'll i'll fall into the trap of being like oh that's trash oh that's i but i try really hard not to do that because i've fallen into that trap enough where i say something's trash and six months later i'm copping it you feel me mm-hmm. so i 
I think we, but you just see that more. It's like a mob mentality almost, right? Remember the whole Nike boy, yeah. three stripe life beef? Mm-hmm. Wasn't really that serious, but I call it a beef just to put it in perspective that it was like some hard lines being drawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, like think about, think really about it. It was, uh, was kind of a beef too, because you remember Drake saying, don't wear no three for pieces around me. He put that in a song. It kind of like, felt some type of way about it. Oh, uh, and then that was directed toward kind of beef. Yay. Yeah. Yep. Now, I feel that. And I feel like, you know what? I think we all fell into that a little bit. My thing I always said, the reason why I, I still, I don't I, I don't like Adidas in the sense that I don't like most of what Adidas does. Mm-hmm. But I like Yeezy. And I've been saying this for a while. You need to um, get the orange foam run. I, I mean, foam runners and the slides, we know. <laughs> And, and but it, even with the three fifties, the seven fit, like I like a lot of what Yeezy does. Mm-hmm. I versus like saying a normal line Adidas shoe. Oh like yeah, the ZX yeah, yeah, lines. Yeah. I don't really Unless, rock with them. Like, have you seen? Have you seen the forums? I saw them, and I like the vintage vibe. Mm-hmm. I like them as a alternative to what a lot of people are doing. Just. I feel like when pe- when you give people alternative options, it just makes the whole game better. Sneaker, fashion, anything, right? Yeah. But I'm more team New Balance. I really rock with the 550s as a yeah. vintage alternative to the Jordan One. Yeah, because I, I get killed. I, I get killed when I say this. A good. Yeah, I yeah. just like I like New Balance a lot. They're they might be my top sneaker brand right now, because I've fallen back. You know off what? Jordan. And I feel like. Reebok is definitely. Uh, I know I, I was talking about Reebok the other day, but on Instagram. But um, Reebok is definitely becoming that number two brand, in my opinion. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that too. I but see, that's what I like. I think, I think Nike's still going to be number one, just to, strictly to most, because to most people, to the majority of people, because of the hype aspect, right? But I think a lot of these other brands have narrowed the gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, who would have thought? Five years ago, even two years ago, that the ALD 550s would be going for 600 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? The 550 is a $100 shoe. But, it, it, you know, anything can get popping. That's the one thing I've learned over the last year. Think about prices. Think about the uh, the foam runners. It's $80 and it's going for like 800 Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, and did you see those navy blue ones that are coming out? Those are hot, bro. Oh. Those navy blue ones. I'm not, I can't spend, like, at the end of the day, I'm not spending $400 on a piece of plastic like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go hard for those Navy ones. Whether it's a pre-order or just trying every raffle. Well, I'm telling you, that Mafia. That's why I got my- Bro, I, I followed Yeezy Mafia, and I tried getting the most recent drop mm-hmm. of the Foam Runners. It was a nightmare. Yeezy Supply and Adidas confirmed. Or, you think Sneakers app is bad? At this rate, almost every every you, know, I think it, it, something's going on with that. We'll talk about that another episode, but mm-hmm. something ain't right because no matter what sneaker side you go to, Foot Locker, all these sneaker apps have issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not built for the level of traffic that they're getting. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you understand how crazy that is. That for for a lot of people, you could buy the foam runners for a month's rent. <laughs> it's a piece of plastic. I'm straight like. So you, but that goes back to the hype mentality of the world. Everything's and, about hype now. Probably, yeah. And That's at what, the end of the day, you can't monitor. Most people do not have the skill set 
or the the for, foresight to monetize that hype, if that makes any like you might get a thousand likes, but at the end of the day, that's still not enough traffic to make any money off of it. So you're you're literally just like it goes back to just trying to impress people. You know? If you're sp- I know people who have Instagrams and who make money off of it, so they invest into these expensive things. You know what I mean? But it makes more sense because you're at least getting to a bag to offset that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, to your point, um, like what I like to do is uh, this is this is this might be some it might be a little off to some people, but mm-hmm. like I get stuff right. I get my cafem, I get my my clothes, I take a picture in it. It's there forever. And then six months later, if I sell it, I still have that picture. And I, to me, I feel like I'm fine with that. I don't have to have it for the rest of my life to feel like I, I got my use out of it, you know? Yeah, and I feel that. Um, most people, they they buy their Balenciaga, whatever, track learners, and they want to keep it forever. But like, you have... $800 sitting in your shoes and sometimes you struggle to eat and I'm like you that have don't make no at least sense. 5 meals or 8 meals in the shoe right there so I'm like more than that are, are if you, you cook at home $800 is a lot of money yes if you're da- if you're that down bad yeah I'll never understand and that and that's like, why that's why I don't want to do that anymore and I feel like I want to go for the bang for the buck that's 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 the thing I'm doing right yeah. now like the, I don't. You saw the video I posted on uh, Instagram, where I'm walking into work. And you said yeah. that I'm uh, jacket was fire. Uh, yeah. I think it was a. Uh, it's like a custom piece where they turned the polo jacket into a, uh, um, like a military vibe. Multiple yeah, 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 thing. yeah. So that was only a hundred dollars. That wow. That to me. You want to know what vibe that jacket gave off? It's like Greg Lauren. Yeah. Which is like a very expensive brand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, or like, even like some certain ready made. I get so that, that is in its own self. If you think out of the box, you could get the vibe you want to go for mm-hmm. for a good price. Good price. It doesn't all, like you don't have to spend arm and a leg getting these new stuff. And this goes back to a little bit of vintage as well, but you gotta do vintage right, man. You don't want to go. Bro, for- I heard. I you watch Richie Lee, or maybe you've heard of him. Yeah, I heard of him. I know you've heard of I him. I used to watch him. Yeah, and he his one guy does vintage. He's like a friend of his mm-hmm. that that's on the videos. Yeah. Some of the vintage vintage prices are out of pocket. Yeah, like I'm talking what, like there was a ma- you, you know that movie five hundred dollars for for an old shirt. For for old tra- like, just because that he says Tupac on it, bro, that's crazy. And I mean, with the prevalence of of repurposed and refashioned or just reprinted, like the big thing with vint- vintage now is everyone's making rap tees or vintage tees, mm-hmm. and they're printing them on gilded shirts and selling them for fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. And some of them are even washed. Some of them are on old. Like some, it is the the game is crazy now with vintage yeah. to where. It's it's just like sneakers. It's just like other things, right? So I'm mean, to put it in perspective. There's, there's people who buy old used T-shirts, plain used T-shirts, and print a new vintage 
print print on it and still sell them for crazy because they can finesse people yeah. into thinking it's a 20-year-old shirt, which yeah. it is, but the print's brand new, <sighs> so it's not the same thing, you know? It's like, Do your research, guys. Don't don't fall for these, these and if you scams. if you're not com- if you're not comfortable, bro. At the end of the day, I go back to what I've always said: it's not what you wear, it's how you wear it. Yes. Too many people let the clothes wear them, yeah. right? So you have all the right clothes, but it don't look right because you're you don't have the swag to pull it off. And I'm not saying that to because I want to smoke. I'm simply saying because you're trying to stick in with people and follow the fads it might not be your vibe no you know what i'm saying like like work uh, let me let me think let me think of an example that i know i'm never gonna be able to wear you may find the tabby boots right yeah the tabby boots the the split toe joint they have i I just just don't make sense to me that's all yeah yeah and i I, I feel like and i kind of defended reebok on that end because i i just wanted to defend the fact that people have to have their own opinion but right. to me, it's I, I still think it's a terrible shoe. Right, and I knew that. I knew. Yeah, what, like, I, knew I, I don't like that shoe. It was a devil I'm just saying people thing. have to have the the opinion, and I gotta respect the opinion. But I, my hot take, go ahead. I'm gonna have a hot weird. Take like it. it's split toe. It looks like a camel toe. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like a horse or a camel toe or something. Like what is going on, bro? But it's just you so know, weird, know what bro, I'm like, saying. I, bro, Margella, I'll never wear new Margiela, bro. When they made that. Like, it's just Margiela's out of Matisse. I know you're going to feel hurt when I say this, JK, JK. But yeah, Margiela's been out of pocket for a hot minute, bro. They used bro, to make fire. Bro, I, I new stuff bro, is horrible. Like their their fusion sneaker, where it looks like it's dirty. Yeah, no. the only thing that, that that's going to always remain a classic is the gaps. The German army trainers, those are yeah. always going to be a classic. I don't care what nobody. And I mean, it's, but that's the same thing with Raph, right? Like, you get the old Oswegos mm-hmm. or whatever. Those are always going to be classic. Oswegos the or bottoms. even the, the Velcros. Velcros. The Velcro, those are always going to be classic. Yeah. But a lot of the new stuff, I just don't see the vision. Yeah. Some people can get the fit off. And I like Adidas a lot. I grew up wearing Adidas. My mom only wore white on white adidas classics like when she wore sneakers you know what i mean so i grew up with adidas. i think the club c is a top 10 sneaker of all time mm-hmm. just in terms of the wearability it's a good vibe and if you want to get a little bit of hype a little bit of brand recognition you could get eric's eric emmanuel club c's mm-hmm. the margella club c's yeah. for a good price mm-hmm. But that's the same thing with New Balance. You want a little bit of hype? You could catch. You could still catch those straight right five seventy four. Stay. I'm sorry, straight rat five seven fours for under a hundred bucks in most sizes. Yeah, straight rats. Once they catch, they catch. Like the older shoes from straight rats that have been out for a year or two are going for five six hundred ba- uh five six hundred dollars. Yeah. So you, I mean, I I understand wanting to stay relevant. But like I grew up wearing five seventy fours. If it, you remember back in the day at Foot Locker, five seven fours were the joints you could get two for eighty dollars. Yeah, and I like that because you could get some cool colors and match different fits. So for two hundred bucks, you could get two pairs of five seven fours and a pair of Air Forces and have your bases covered. Yeah, versus buying one pair of Jordans, and it's still that's my still. Oh, and, and still that goes that back to the sheep mentality because. Why do people 
still spend almost $200 for every Jordan that comes out. No matter if it's trash or not. Like, and they don't just... genuinely like it. They just they have like FOMO. Because yeah. what ends up happening is they think it's trash. They say it's... Look at the unions. Yeah. The Union 4 is a perfect example. They said it's trash. They said it's trash. Yeah. They said it's trash. They get better pictures. Oh, it's better. It's growing on oh, me. Oh, it's growing on me. Before you know it, it's <laughs> That's the favorite shoe. line they use, bro. It's growing on me. Bro, as, as bad as it sounds, it's a decent shoe. It's not my favorite shoe. Mm-hmm. It's a good shoe, though. Both of, If I could get both at yeah, retail, I, mean, the, I probably the, the would. Shape, the it's shape is never going to be wrong. The four is the classic. The shape is never going to be right. wrong. But and there's cool, there's cool colors mm. on it. It's it has like a cool vibe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My main point and, and the reason why I get mad with people is they do that about everything. Yeah, they do that about nothing. So it's like I I've I stick to things that I like. I have a lot of brand loyalty, mm. but I also try to balance that with being open minded. Like yeah. if I see. I don't like blatant copies. I'll say that. So especially if things are reasonable. Say what you want. If you buy a pair of Eric Emanuel shorts, they're not cheap. They're not $15. They're 90 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. But that's not crazy compared to a lot of other brands, right? Yeah. So when I see people do blatant rips off ripoffs, and I'm not gonna call out any brands, but you know who you are. You did like I'm talking, you just stole the man's idea. And that's not that Eric Emanuel shorts are revolutionary. They're basketball shorts with the logo. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't come up with nothing different. Like, at least he, he does a lot of cool colors, a lot of cool variations and patterns. Like, the one of my favorites, he did, like, a Persian rug pair. Mm-hmm. They're fire. But my point is, I just bought the UNC pair that are, like, um, like a plaid. Not, like a diamond pattern, rather. Not okay. a plaid, but like a diamond plaid pattern. But my point is... That's different than I, I don't understand the point of ripping off ninety dollars shorts. I understand ripping off five hundred dollar Vuja Day strap cargos yeah. and making the pair that's eighty dollars. Yeah. I understand ripping off Rick Rick Owens pants mm-hmm. or heck, even I mean, as bad as it sounds, the high fashion brands really don't do anything. I mean, Louis Vuitton's doing stuff, but it's it's not wearable, bro. You wear a sweater with the whole New York landscape in a 3D model on your chest. Who can wear that? You know what? You know what? Who can wear that. We're going off on a tangent, but some of it, some of it is marketing. Like 100%. What, what goes what goes in the wrong way and stuff. Like I always use I like to use the example when Belasiaga made that shirt with a shirt. Nobody's gonna yeah, wear that. Yeah, yeah. People actually bought it and sold out. But maybe the, to resell it, a lot of piece. people. It's like a history piece. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's, it's for marketing. It's to, it's to get, it's to get the people's eyes on the website. That's it. It's no magic. Right, and then meanwhile, they sell the same the same five T-shirts for the last five years. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like the same type. They might change the colors, but at the end of the day, they're they have a a stable of of certain things that they're going to make every year that really makes them the money because at the end of the day a $400 t-shirt the profits mar- margins on that's ridiculous you know what I mean like thousand percent right so that that and I, I mean but there a lot of these high-end brands I'll give you a perfect example I rather buy Nike lab at what are still pretty exorbitant prices mm-hmm. you know $400 for a jacket mm-hmm. 200 for pants but at least they're creative yeah 
and something new and fresh. Even like I really been rocking with Nike ACG. Okay. Um, but I kind of, I'm I don't look at fashion in a narrow sense. I look at it as what vibe do I feel today? Because that one day I want a beach resort vibe. The mm-hmm. next day I want tactical. The next day I want to be a Jerry boy. The next day I want to just be in some basketball shorts and cool sneakers, bro. You know what I mean? The bro. next day I may have to go take care of business. I have a suit on, bro. That's why that's why mm-hmm. we're no stylist boys, bro. Because we're versatile. Exactly. Like, but we, that, we, I just wish we might people... be the last remaining breed of versatility on this like whole thing. Like a lot of yeah, people are just... like different now. Like they it, just want to do everything it lacks that's popular. Though. Doesn't it lack authenticity to a certain extent when when at the end of the day you really are wearing workwear, but you're like a, a five foot four, hundred and twenty pound skinny kid mm-hmm. who's never done it. You're a computer, uh, you're a software designer. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't wear it ever. What I'm saying is like you gotta match. It kind of has to match a little bit, you know, a little bit, yeah. bro. Like, like if you it, if I you think... never walked a day in your life. And you have these paint splatters and stuff. That yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a little, little weird like, to me in the sense that you're all into it. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like a fit. It's not just like a couple of pieces. It's like that's your whole wardrobe. Yeah. Like if we want to be keep it a buck and we go and say like what a starter kit is for workwear, you see it all the time. You see, and the only thing that's changed and, and, sometimes and, is and, the silhouettes. And, you see, all, you see that all the time, Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh it used to be like a, like a uh, industrial place. So you see, you you always saw the Dickies and the Carhartt jackets. You just saw it everywhere. Like, you just saw it. Yeah, everywhere. yeah, yeah. Because there's still a lot of construction and like, workers and mm-hmm. people in unions who do real work. Yes, real work to the point where if you go vent, like if you go thrifting in Pittsburgh, you're, you're, you're gonna, gonna see find... a lot of vintage Carhartt jackets. That's a fact. But they're gonna be they're gonna be what like what people are paying two fifty for online, like a used Carhartt that has like an old company on it. Like mm. in Pittsburgh, there's a company called Glees. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. You could find a cargo jacket or uh, I'm sorry, cargo pants or a Carhartt jacket or Dickies jacket with like Glease on it, mm. and that's a cool vibe. But at the end of the day, it's still kind of like how many of those do you need? I just wish people had more versatile wardrobes because i'm just saying like say you say you go on vacation to mexico or on a cruise are you gonna be wearing workwear the whole time you're on the cruise (laughs) that's weird Mm. i mean we both have workwear pieces they're cool pieces and they're they're reasonable and they last forever right Mm. so i think it's cool but i and i hate to be this guy it's not in terms of being better than anyone but I grew up wearing Carhartt and Dickies because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I never, I never really lost any love for it. I always liked the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I don't want people to think you can't be, in, you can't be influenced by trends, or you shouldn't be affected. No, by no, that's Carhartt. not what we're saying. We're just saying that you can't go zero to hundred. Zero you know to I mean? hundred. You can't yeah. go all in on everything. And that's going to be your whole pieces. wardrobe. That's the Exactly. That we're kind of. It's corny at the end of the day, bro. Like, you, you wear workwear where you're hooping. Like, if I see someone putting in work in Carhartt, (laughs) uh, I'll be scared, bro. 
I'll be scared too, bro. I'm like this guy, this guy, is this guy's for real, like something else. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but you got to be honest. Like some people, the the vintage workwear gang, you know, the the influencers in that lane, it's the same thing. It's the old pair of eight nine. They try to get their hands on a pair of eighty five Jordan ones. A uh, pair of Levi five hundred ones, some type of vintage reworked Carhartt jacket. For some weird reason, always a tote bag. Oh uh, yeah, the literally the least practical bag of any, like I'm all for people carrying bags, especially if you're going to be out all day. Mm-hmm. But a tote bag doesn't even close, so if something falls, you know what I mean. It's the least practical bag in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So my main point is, I try to be like I have a baby now. You know that so everything I decide to wear has to have practical nature. Uh-huh. I still want to look cool, look good, feel good about it. Because at, at the end of the day, I feel like if you, as something Deion Sanders said, you look good, you play good. So I, I, I apply that in everything. You look good, you work good. You look good, you feel good. But at what expense? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? Even with these sneakers, the sneaker game is out of pocket. You're paying a thousand, two thousand dollars for a shoe that's thirty years old. Yeah. And now you have to walk on eggshells. And then it might break on you, and then now what? Exactly. Now you're just out of money, or you got to send it somewhere and get them fixed for five hundred dollars. And then and, and, and that devalues the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Just, you 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 fix the shoe and it devalues something. <laughs> you see how that works? <laughs> right, but I mean. And people don't even have love for classic sneakers anymore. The Air Max 90, the Air Force One, the Air man, Max One, the Air classics, Max 95. Man, like, I know, I know you, you don't rock with the Adidas way, but like, we got to go back to like the Sambas and the, and the Nike Air yeah. Force, the Air Shell Force Ones, the Nike Air 100%. Max Ones, the Air Max 90s. Now, those are don't the, get me the wrong. Good the, times, Jordan, the Jordan one was classic. But what makes a shoe a classic is when you can walk into the store and get yes. it. I feel like the Jordan 1 should be like the Air Force 1 in that even if it's 170 bucks, you should be able to get the main four or five colorways. Yeah. Do you understand? To get a pair of Chicago 1s, that's my grail. Simply because to get a good pair of Chicago 1s is almost impossible. Yeah. They came out in 2015 at a time where the Jordan hype was not that serious. Mm-hmm. I had a pair of 2015 Chicago's. I wore them probably twice a week, weekly, for about a year, and they got so beat, and I ended up selling them for about 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. In today's market, if I had them in that condition, I still probably get three, four hundred minimum, <laughs> minimum. So it's just like, you, how can you say something's classic when you can't get it on a regular basis? Yeah. You don't understand what yeah. I'm saying? I, I don't think that devalues the shoe because at the end of the day, you get an all-white pair of Uptowns, they still sell out. Yeah. Sometimes you can't even get Uptowns because they're still so popular. And I'm get, as I get older, I recognize, like, I'd rather have 10 pair of all-white Uptowns than one pair of Chicago Air Force or uh, uh, Air Jordan 1s. And I got a I got a baby them because I'm scared to you yeah know, like my you, pair of 2015 like, that's six years old already. Like these people having the the Union ones or whatever, or Union ones or uh, off white ones, and they be walking funny like they be like pigeon toed right. and you know. and they don't even have respect for the sneakers though. And I think that's a lot of that is the real ones who who are designers for Nike like Frank Cooker. Mm-hmm. 
who really loves the he doesn't just love sneakers. He loves streetwear. He loves the whole the whole thing, the whole package. Yeah. So when he makes something, you could tell he put love into it. Nowadays, there's just a it's just a money grab. Yeah. The fact that they're retro, like bro, when I heard the rumor, even though I think it's a far fetched rumor, but when I heard the rumor that they might retro the Air Yeezy, like the Red Octobers, yeah. I'm just like Mikey. Nike's just out for money. They don't really care about the culture. I mean, they they're being out for people. money since. Since, since, since day, day one, one so. I and they're a business, but I'm just saying, like, you used to have some people in the Tinker Hatfields of the world, the Bruce Kilgore, uh, Gilgores of the world, who cared about the product. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with you could take the best Air Force One that's come out in the last five years, and they don't hold a stick to what was coming out 2005 to 2008. Mm-hmm. But now to get a pair of, like, for example, one of my favorite pairs ever are the Citrus Air Force Ones. Really, that whole package is fire. But you're you're buying an Air Force One from 2005 yeah. for $400. And so it's like, how do you feel about that when it comes to the sheep mentality where people are getting into shoes that are old and want them to re-release? But at the same time, that kind of devalues on two fronts. It devalues people who already have their shoe. Mm-hmm. And also, it ends up discouraging most people because you end up not being able to get the shoe. Yeah, it's it's all messed up, man. Because I, I I'll be honest, I wasn't the type of guy to look back and then wanting a shoe like covered covering a shoe that released before. That was never my thing. Because to be honest, I was into fashion most of my life. I, I dressed well all my life. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not trying to be egotistical here, but I I think I I used to, but I was never into uh-huh. Jordans and anything like that. So I started getting into Jordans like maybe 2013-14. That that's where I got my first Jordans, or whatever. So yeah, I kind of feel you in a way that when people clamor for these shoes and then they use bots and then they just get all the shoes and you can't get it. I feel you on that front, but at the same time, I I look forward to the future. I see. I I always want to see what people do next. I don't keep going back to red. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that, and that you know that that is a good point because in in the grand scheme of things, I look forward to what happens next too. But all, for example, in my mind, the majority of Jordan's business just is retros. It's just right. Like, even when they do a new colorway, you know what though? You know what though? The Team Jordans is actually one of the best selling sneakers of Jordan. If you think about it, and you get if you think about it because a lot of people you know. buy Team Jordans from outlets and stuff, and then yeah, it, it's a major income source for Jordan. But I mean, for the, to, for the like people the who are like and stuff. And stuff, you know, it's the it's yeah. the real Jordans. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, pers- personally, I just don't like the vibe. Most of the no, you know, no, no, no. I, I don't like the vibe either. Part. But it, as a I, business I standpoint, they're still gonna turn yeah. turn this, those out because it's or just as bad as it sounds, getting slides, stuff like slides, yeah. stuff like just normal sweatpants, hoodies. They make a lot of money yeah. off that stuff, mm-hmm. so I definitely feel that. But I, I, you know what? Here's here's my goal for the rest of this year: buy and wear what I like. And 
try to have I want I like talking about brands and fashion and learning more stuff about things and seeing a brand that's really popular now and how it developed. Mm-hmm. I I still fall into the trap from time to time of saying stuff is trash because I I grow to genuinely hate certain brands. There's not a lot. But I'm trying to be more open minded in the sense that I'll I'll try other things, but I'm also still balling on a budget. Yeah. So for every big purchase I make, high size I'm, a big I'm gonna keep it. Man, you know what I mean? I'm gonna man. keep it. That's one. That's I'm telling you, you can get some if you if you have the right vision and know how to put stuff together, you can put some fire outfits together for cheap. I could show you my cart right now on Walmart. There's at least five to six fire shirts that they made all for under twenty bucks. Mm. But you know how I get down. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to match them with with you know, some good stuff on the back end. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think that's people lose sight of that. Like it used to be like you have a grail or you have a piece of clothing that you really love and you would break the bank for it. Not just be like a, a free advertisement person where you just wear Gucci, 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 or Fendi, 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 Fendi. And you just look like a walking billboard. Fendi advertisement yeah. billboard. I'm just like, well, what if you really love the Fendi pants? but you wore it with other pieces that were more affordable. I could get behind yeah. that. You know, that's not for everyone, but at least I could understand the, like, I really want a pair of Gucci vintage Gucci trousers, mm. like the Brown yeah. monogram ones. And um, there's a lot of fakes out there. So it's hard to, yeah. you know, I do my research and I, I've, I've gotten down the rabbit hole of, of finding some, mm-hmm. but because the Gucci is a, a European brand, I have to get size 40. Mm. The American brands, I could get 36, maybe even 38 sometimes. But because Gucci runs small, I have to get a 40. And I know I'll have to drop a little bag, but I, I appreciate the the vintage nature of it. And I appreciate what Gucci used to do more so than now. They just kind of got kind of corny in a sense to me. I, I, I don't know of a better yeah. word. You know, like just that they don't really put any thought into their designs. They just do the same things, boom, boom, boom. They change one or two things. Um, but anyway, we've gotten off on a few tangents. The here's the the main takeaway from James's perspective, from Hatsburg's perspective. Mm-hmm. Where would you like experiment? We no one's had a hundred percent success in getting fits nope. off. Like you might think you look fire, and then you look back on the picture and it's trash. Sometimes you might think it looks trash and you get mad compliments yep. that day. You never know. I think experimenting and, and just trying new things with clothes, it's just like anything else in life. With a new game, with new food, with traveling, that's kind of the spice of life. Like That's what makes life interesting. Yeah. Uh, and for whatever reason, as the time goes on, less people want that. Yeah. You know? And I think from the pers- from a person who loves clothes and shoes and loves fashion, loves style, it, it kind of is discouraging. But just even in a practical sense, bro, I'm seeing more and more people just not make sense. Like I said, you out here jogging on a track with jeans, you look crazy. Go to Walmart and buy a pair of $10 track pants and be more comfortable. <laughs> you know, that's all I'm saying at the end of the day. You can like a certain vibe and stick to, you know, stick to that vibe. But I almost feel like that's like a high school thing too, and I I don't think I mentioned that, but I really feel like really feel like that's like an adolescent yeah. thing. 
or you're a kid and you're like, oh, I want to be gangster, so I'm going to wear this. I want to be goth, so I'm going to wear this. I want to be a rock star. So mm-hmm. And it's like, as you get older, you realize that doesn't really work. You you could like elements of that, mm-hmm. but that's not who you are. That doesn't make you know. Yeah, that doesn't you gotta take you pieces person. from different different um, subcultures and make your own. Yeah, you know. And I mean, I do think that just makes sense, right? Because as people, we're complex. Mm-hmm. As as people, we don't like being boxed in. And say, oh, Matisse is this, yeah. or James is this. It's more so. Well, who am we're, I? We're complex right? creatures. Who, we're a bunch of different things. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, we have a bunch of different experiences, a bunch of different things that make us who we are. So it should be the same thing with our wardrobe and fashion. Like, you're not just one thing. So why not have a variety that show, you know? And I, you want to know who I give props to who do this? Well, women. Women and women's wear do it much better than yeah. men. Um, women experiment, try new things. Uh, I think it's because they're more open to variety. But also, a lot of it has to do with price. It, to me, it's easier for women to get variety. Um, but I, I just still don't think that's an excuse. Yeah. Because it's starting to get easier for men, too, if you know where to walk. Mm-hmm. So, well, well let, been, me, let me say my closing statements and then James yes, can yes, close. Yes, 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 yes. But um, my closing statement is don't go broke trying to look good for somebody else. You know, I agree. Um, so you can't you can't get your fits off, but make sure you got other things straight. You know, make yeah. sure you pay your bills. That's a good point. Make sure your girls eating. <laughs> Sometimes they they be doing that neglecting stuff like that. But um, just make sure everything. Is make good. sure you got a little savings you know? for an emergency. Start yeah, <laughs> do all all that, and then you can get your fits off. If you can't do that, then maybe you gotta wait to get your fits off. Maybe you're too young to get your fits off. But that's my closing statement. James, you can end it off, man. I respect that. I respect that. So we gave you guys a lot of variety. You know, the takeaway from this episode, I think Matisse would agree, is just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be sheep. Like what you like. <laughs> you know, uh, sheep have good qualities too, mm-hmm. but the, we're talking about sheep in the way that you just follow blind. No, don't do you that. Don't think, you don't think about nothing yourself when it comes to fashion and you could end up hurting yourself in the long run because you're dropping tons of money on what is a fad, what's here today and gone tomorrow. Certain things end up testing the uh, lasting the test of time. I didn't think Jordan ones would be popular for such a long period of time, even though they're a classic silhouette. So some things buck that trend, but overall, most things don't things that were popular in 2018, all the designer and people going crazy, getting their, $500 $500 belts, it's not cool anymore. Yeah. So don't worry about what's cool. Worry about what you like. Be true to yourself. Um, and, you know, even when you're a group of friends, like me and my teeth don't agree on everything. We have a lot of similar interests and mm-hmm. likes. We still give each other props and love for good fits. But sometimes it's just not the the, the same. You know, sometimes it's just not connecting for one mm-hmm. of you. You get what I'm saying? Like, And that's okay. Because sometimes when it connects, it it feels good. And sometimes you learn from other people. Sometimes someone's wearing something that you never thought of and you see it on them. You're like, oh, that's fire. I'm going to try something similar. Mm -hmm. So I think that's cool, too. Everyone's inspired by someone. That's not what we're not saying. Don't be inspired. Don't look at lookbooks. Don't get vibes from other people. Mm -hmm. 
but don't be that don't let that be your singular inspiration because yeah. that's not what that's not realistic yeah. you know that's not realistic so look it's been those stylist boys we love you guys uh we're gonna keep grinding but we just want to give you guys the best of us so just bear with us we we, we keep you know we keep working and keep keep giving you guys the best we can do now we still got big plans for the future, so we just want to let you guys know that. Love uh, you guys, man. Thank you, thank you for all the support. Definitely. Listen to the podcast while you're stuck in traffic, mm-hmm. uh, while you're winding down at night. And, uh, you know, we still got our Instagram going, so show us love on there. We still have that giveaway 150, so when we get there, we get, we get there. there man. But don't Slowly forget. but surely, man. Exactly. It, the, you know, we, we're not in this to, to get money or we just love doing this. We love talking. Yep. We love sharing. We'd we be sharing having this conversation. We're, we, we, we were almost <laughs> talking about this for like 20 minutes before the show. So <laughs> we do this, uh, we do this because sounds, of fun, man. We just we start talking. Exactly. So. Exactly. That That's really the bottom line is we will have these conversations anyway, and one day we just decide to record yep. it. Yep, that's what it is. <laughs> that's it. So it is what it is, you know. I mean, even with our other boys and people, you know, people we know, everyone has varying levels of interest in it, but it's still you know, stuff we talk about. So um, we're going to keep keep the ball rolling to the best of our ability, but we just, we just wanted to express that appreciation. So Keep an eye on our Instagram. We're going to keep posting pick fits. We have some good ideas coming up in the future, hopefully. And uh, we're going to leave it at that. So it's no stylist, boys. Peace out. Hey, signing out. Peace.